0: (laughs) Howdy folks, I'm Cousin Nancy and this is the Cousin Nancy Show I'm going solo today with this podcast and I'm going to talk about clowns and death And hopefully one of these subjects will make you laugh out loud But before I start, I do want to give you a Cousin Boomer update as most of y'all know, already know, my cousin Boomer's a traveling salesman, and his territory Texas. When Boomer's out on the road, he always tries to stay in a town that has a bowling alley because he loves to bowl and he's really good at it. Well, last week, Boomer called me from some little town in East Texas that I've never heard of before, and he told me this little town had a one-stop sign, one cafe, and it had a one-lane bowling alley. He told me about two years ago the bowling alley lost two pins when a tornado went through this tiny little town. He said that the highest score now that you can possibly get is 208 and that eight pins count as a strike. (laughs) Okay, here's my first clown joke. Why don't cannibals eat clowns? Because they taste funny. (laughs) And here's my first death joke. My grunt, grand, okay, here's my first death joke. My grandmother always said, slow and steady wins the race. She died in a fire. Okay, now here is a true story I'm going to tell you about death that happened to me. We'll call the story, the title of it, I'll call it Bridge. The other day, I was talking to my sister Cindy and somehow or another we got talking about Death. Uh, anyway, I told her this story that happened to me, and uh, here it is. I was I was probably in my late twenties. I was living in Fort Worth, and uh, my parents had uh, some real good friends, their next door neighbors, uh, uh, Taylor and Lucia. And anyway, Taylor and Lucia had this adorable little uh, poodle named uh, Bridge. And anyway, Bridget was about 15 or 16 or something. Anyway, she was really old. She was basically on her deathbed. Well, anyway, Alicia called Mother and said she couldn't do it. She just couldn't go put her down. And she asked Mother. Mother said, no, I can't do it. It'll tear me up. I love that little dog. So anyway, Mother calls me. And I had a little Volkswagen back then. Anyway mother calls me and she goes nance could you please go over to lucia's and pick up uh, her little dog her little poodle and take it to their vet and uh, have it put down i was like no way well anyway mother convinced me so i said all right so i drive over to lucia's house and when i go inside the little poodle looks like it's on its deathbed poor thing and anyway uh I got ready to take the pool, and they said, No, wait, we need for you to take the little casket that Taylor and I made. I was like, What? Anyway, Taylor was a really good wood craftsman. So <laughs> this was a little miniature pool. Well, anyway, he had actually built the a few days earlier a little coffin for Bridget because they wanted to bury her in the backyard. Well, anyway, this... Uh, <laughs> This little coffin that was just ornate, beautiful box, and the box was probably about oh two feet long, about oh probably about ten inches high or something like that. And I thought that was kind of strange. But anyway, they said, "Look what!" And then Taylor bragged on his wife, and he said, "Look what Lucia made!" And he opened the little casket, <laughs> and there was this pink uh, velvet, and it it really looked it was padded and all. <laughs> It looked just like a human casket. So anyway, I I wasn't real happy about this. But anyway, uh, they carried Bridget out to the car, and I was carrying this heavy casket (laughs) in my arms. And uh, I I said, well, I'll put the casket in the back seat, and we'll put a little Bridget here on the seat. So anyway, I took off with Bridget. Well, on the way over there, Bridget suddenly <laughs> perks up, comes back to life, and she's, like, jumping up and looking out the window and wagging her tail and just, like, isn't life wonderful? And and I was feeling so horrible. Well, anyway, Bridget and I get to the vet clinic, and I, I picked her up under one arm and with a and then tried to carry that stupid-looking casket <laughs> into the vet clinic. And uh, when I walked in, all these people were looking at me like a, like a moron or something. And so anyway, I, I went up to them and I said, you know, I'm here to, have, you know, this is Lucian Taylor's dog. They said we don't know what you're talking about. And so I said, please call, call them. I said they asked me to come put their little dog down, bring it here to get so y'all could put it down. And so they made a phone call, and they came back, and they, said, they apologized. They said, yes, yes, that's fine. They said, um, the, she said, here, let me take Bridget, and you carry the casket. So <laughs> I hand her off to Bridget, off to the woman receptionist, and I'm carrying this. Probably, I'd say that casket probably weighed about 15 pounds. Well, anyway. We go back into the, you know, examining room. And uh, they said, do you want to be here with Bridget? And Bridget's now acting like she's a puppy. I mean, she's jumping around all happy. <laughs> I said, no, I do not want to be here. And I said, Lucian and them would like for y'all to put Bridget uh, in the casket after, you know, y'all done this deal. And uh, so <laughs> I can't help it. It was so strange. So I leave the room about five minutes later. Receptionist, because it's uh, come on back here. So I came on back. Well, it was like a viewing, like an open casket viewing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was sweet little Bridget tucked into her little casket with her little hands across her chest. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So anyway, I I said, okay, and, you know, what do you say? Thank you for putting their dog down. Anyway, I didn't know what to say. So anyway, I carried Bridget out to the car and put her in the front seat and uh, drove back to Lucia's house. And she and Taylor got there, and, anyway, they took the little casket (laughs) And they buried her in the backyard. And, and, of course, they were real thankful about everything. But, anyway, I just think that's really odd that people do that kind of stuff, you know? And, uh, like I said, I've never seen a dog casket that was more beautiful. So, anyway, that's that's my true story. Okay, here is my last clown joke. Uh, when a clown passes gas, does it smell funny? <laughs> I know, it's horrible. Okay, and then here's my last death joke. Confucius say, man who runs behind the car will get exhausted, but man who runs in front of a car will get tired. (laughs) Okay, well, folks, i got to wrap this up. Thank you all for listening to the Cousin Nancy Show. I hope that you enjoyed my show and that it made you laugh at least once. And as I sign off here, always remember my favorite quote. Life is short, and so am I. Y'all take care and keep on laughing.